0: This is Sheree B. Chicago, and I am your host, Sheree. As a Chicago native, I am well aware of how this city can most certainly shape your views on life for the better or for the worse. People seem to think they know my city. However, there is so much more to this deep dish land than that meets the eye. There's a lot of love and culture here, and all I'm here to do is share that with you. Now, whether you're from a small town or another major city, there is something to take away from this cold land. Now, I love my hometown and all of its crazy ways, so I welcome you in seeing which way the wind blows us today. What's up, what's up, what's up, you guys? How are you guys doing today? It's your girl, Sheree from the Sheree B. Chicago podcast. I am here again with another wonderful. Guest, and this guest is she's she's different. She's um she's innovative. She's creative. She's a very spiritual, well, well, well-rounded being that I I'm, I'm definitely going to mention on that because mention on that because um how we met is one of my favorite ways of meeting new women. I, I really do appreciate the way that we communicated and um start building on a relationship and i want to say this poet writer business owner consultant fly chick okay she's one of the most chillest women i know and so smooth and the way that she handles herself. I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. So I want you guys to go ahead and do me a huge favor. Give a round of applause to my girl, Miss B. Poetic.
1: Yeah, I like that intro. I feel so special. <laughs> Very special, thank you. You you should feel special,
0: lady, because you are special. I think um. I think that uh, a lot of times, people. When they when they are going through their relationships or growing and building with people, they don't think about how dope, or how um, fly someone is. We tend to take people event avan- take advantage of people, yeah, and take advantage of who they are and think that they're always supposed to be there mm-hmm. or always supposed to be that person just because we are reaping the benefits of their, of their presence. Right. And true. we're not really acknowledging the reason God may have sent them in our lives in the first place mm-hmm. or just having basic huma- uh, humanity right. towards that person in the first place. Like it's important to say, you know, it's important to say you're dope, mm-hmm. you know, it's important to acknowledge somebody
1: how dope they are. Right. Give them give them their flowers. Exactly. I, I'm the same way. Like, every time I go around somebody, it's like, oh, I like that you're doing this. Well oh, I see that you're doing this. Yeah. Just to, like, give them not only that motivation to keep doing what they're doing, but yeah. to let them know that people are out here paying watching attention. you We paying attention. We see you. So, yeah. For sure.
0: I think uh, one of the main reasons i really wanted you on this podcast is because I, like i mentioned in the intro how we met mm-hmm. and we met through a mutual friend yep yo man <laughs> you know what i mean shout out to my boy i don't even know what to call him he be changing his name his yo. rap name like <laughs> what are we doing t- today i want to
1: say it's cringe <laughs> but you know what <laughs> i think that's what's sticking
0: You think that's what's thinking? I I hope it is. (laughs) Because when I met him, he was Shaw Jules. Ain't no
1: telling. (laughs) Yeah. I think we're sticking with Crenshaw. Okay. I hope. I hope so.
0: (laughs) And it's, um,
1: I don't know, but has he ever lived in California? No, but so what's crazy is when I met him, I was like, where are you from? Because (laughs) I, he gave New York vibes, but he dressed and sounded like California. Mm. Never lived in either one of those places. Wow. And so I was like, he doesn't come off like the normal Chicago guy. He doesn't. I was just like, why are you like this? And he was just (laughs) like, I just, I'm influenced by California and I'm influenced by New York music and style and stuff. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Okay. That's
0: cool. Um, what, I, the reason why I like that we met through him is not only because um you and I were able to start to build our own relationship without him, mm-hmm. but it's also because, as a woman who's in entertainment, I'm gonna meet men all the time all the time, day in and day out. That's part of the job, especially in entertainment, where it's a male dominant uh spaces in certain areas like um, I was running events. Mm-hmm. So if I'm running events and, and doing things like that, a lot of the event coordinators, like guys that really are behind the scenes, yep. there's it's men. Mm-hmm. Now, women tend to be more the assistant area of doing That's events true. instead of being the head mm-hmm. of the events. And as someone who was stepping into the area of being a head of running events, I'm gonna have to talk to more men because I gotta put this stuff together. That's true. I can't do it without men. What I'm supposed to have just nothing but women just because <laughs> I'm a fr- uh, just because I'm afraid of mm-hmm. what their girlfriends or wives are gonna say. Right.
1: You know what I mean? Right, like right, that. That's right. putting stipulation on myself and on the men. And it stifles the creativity because if it is a man that. This is an example, y'all. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> if there, if it's a man and a woman, but the man's resume just looks better, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go with this woman just because they're a woman. I'm gonna go with whoever exactly. is the most qualified. So exactly. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: And Crenshaw is talented. He's a talented rapper, mm-hmm. so I would want to hire him as a performer right. for one for a show, right. which I have done. Mm-hmm. You've been a part of as well. Yep. You know, because <laughs> you're a great poet, and um, getting you to do. A couple of shows has been great as well. But when I met you, the reason why I'm mentioning it, mentioning it, is because I've been around dudes and their ladies sitting on the side, mm-hmm. giving me the side eye for no reason. I hate that. So It'd it be like, lady, <laughs> and I don't want him. Exactly. This is <laughs> business. Right. But even with with Crenshaw, it wasn't so much a business. Me and him met because of skating, and I met you before that. You just don't remember. I, I didn't remember it until you reminded me. It was so funny. Like, you brought it to my attention. You was like, (laughs) you were like, yeah, and you were skating, and you just seemed like you were in your own world, so I just kind of left you alone. And I was like, and I started thinking back, and I was like, he did introduce me to a girl before. But I had locks at the time. You did. (laughs) So So I had no idea. Mm -hmm. I did not realize it was you. But um, I remember the encounter. Mm Mm-hmm. And the, it, uh, after the encounter came to my mind, I think I kind of wanted to show you some moves. He was kind of like, yeah, you show some moves. But it seemed like I was trying to show you, but it seemed like you didn't want to follow. So I was like, forget it. Because I
1: was terrified. Yeah, okay, okay. He messed up my ankle like two months <laughs> before that. <laughs> and I had just came back. I was like, no, I'm scared. Wow. I can't do this. <laughs> wow.
0: Wow. So, yeah. so, okay, so that's why. Mm-hmm. But even then, I remember this is the, the – so this is the the – the memory, so that's your memory. My memory, first memory of mm-hmm. you, is when he was performing yep. for one of my events. So that's my first like intro to you in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I gave him a hug, like I gave him a hug, like that's right. my boy, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I gave him a loving hug, cause he's a cool person. Mm-hmm. And I, when he said, "Yeah, that's my girl," I'm saying like, I didn't know. <laughs> but and, and and because of my experiences, yeah, I was a little was like, like I Ooh. don't know. Uh-huh. You get what I'm saying? Because otherwise, I would have probably gave him like a, one of those one right. arm hugs, right. and both attentions would have been the same. I just think sometimes being mindful of somebody having a girl over there, mm-hmm. having a girl or a wife there, you just got to be mindful of it. You know what I'm saying? And because you want to be respectful, right? You want to be respectful, right? right. Mm-hmm. But your face, you was just like. Kind of like, oh, okay, hey, Charade. Yeah. You didn't really, because you're not really uppity like that. you That's not really how you are. Yeah. But your energy was that way. Mm-hmm. Your energy was like, I'm meeting another woman. I'm meeting one of my boyfriend's friends. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. And that was it. I'm
1: very rarely intimidated by somebody communicating with I my boyfriend. I don't it. care how good she looks or whatever. I love it. I could be looking like a troll when <laughs> he meets this person <laughs> or, or when I meet this person. Yeah. And she greets him first because. I feel like if you want to go, then he can go. Mm. If you want to leave, he gonna again. leave. So it's just like I—I I don't think that um, trying to what am I trying to say? I don't think that trying to be intimidating to the next woman that just said hi to my boyfriend is necessary. Yeah, it's a waste of my time and a waste of my energy. Why I'm gonna stress myself out right. when this, this woman could be really cool? Right. And in, in case in point, exactly. Up. Like it, this could be a cool woman. She could. She, maybe she do have an attitude problem and probably want him but when she meet me she gonna see like maybe uh-huh. this ain't one what you want uh-huh. and two yeah, yeah. you might actually like me mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is
0: true I mean it, and I I'm end up actually body. liking you and I don't even talk to him that much no more <laughs> <laughs> like I like I, <laughs> I don't even think about I him think no I more I see you
1: more than you see him I that's do. the funny part that
0: that's true and the thing is I like that if I meet female friends through my male friends because i'm gonna be honest i think even i think even if he didn't have uh if i didn't meet you i do think that men and women if they're having a platonic relationship Mm -hmm. they should have respectable boundaries amongst each other just for this simple fact that in case they hit somebody because i don't want to have to change too much of the relationship i have with you just because i got a boyfriend now or a husband and vice versa for you so if i if 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 I never hit you up past 10, I'm never going to hit you up past 10. Oh, yeah, I don't do that. Unless we <laughs> unless we meeting up somewhere right. and we about to go kick it mm-hmm. or something like that at some club. Like, I don't do that no more. I do lounges now. Yeah. But
1: you know what I mean? But like if we going out or I- if it's an emergency. <coughs> exactly cuz <'cause> he need <coughs> like to talk. Hey,
0: cuz remember that time he hit me up with an emergency?
1: Yeah. And it was after 10. And I'm just like, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, exactly. I'm fine. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm definitely alive, exactly. but that was because he was looking for me exactly through you. It wasn't through like, "Hey, Sheree, what's going on?" Exactly. Let's sit on the phone like exactly. we in high school and kick our feet up and swing our legs. It like was.
0: <laughs> it was literally, "Hey, Sheree, happy birthday! How was your birthday? Where's, B- <laughs> where's B-
1: <laughs> I'm
0: like, "Yo, you yeah. know." So yeah. yeah. So, um, I just really wanted to express that because for any woman who's listening and paying attention. You know, you never know what you get out of meeting um, the women who are in your man's life. Mm-hmm. Now, I do understand that some women can acknowledge, you know, because some men, I think they be oblivious sometimes when a woman is attracted to him. Some
1: of them are, yeah, for sure. They, they be oblivious. But like with him, I pull him to the side, I am like, you know she wants you. Right, 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 right. And he right. be like, what? And I'm like, come on now. You got it. Then I got to point it out a little bit. And he be like, oh. I, I think, but he got to do the same thing with me because, yeah. you know, like, I'm cool with everybody unless you, you give me a reason yeah, to either not be or to look at you a little funny. Yeah, that's true. So I, uh, with me and him, we're both the same in that respect. Yeah. And I can also see a little more into people. Like, I'm an empath. I can see when something is either right or wrong with the yeah, person. Yeah. I can read their energy. It's just like I get... Cues from people whether or not they're a good person, whether or not they have cruel intentions, whether or not they're trying to get one, a, one or both of us. <laughs>
0: <coughs> <laughs> the
1: world we live in. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Okay. So my question for you then, because because like I said, I have experience of it being the opposite. When did it become a situation where mm-hmm. it's like that? Because I don't I don't know where that comes from in you to not be intimidated by other women or. um or to, you know, be 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 comfortable with your man having female friends, you know? Mm-hmm. So where did this, where does that come from? Because I don't meet it every
1: day. It came from a previous relationship because mm. at the time, I'm one of those people, I'll fall quick and fast, but I won't show you that I'm falling because that's kind of scary, you know? Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, well, I used to be like that. I'm not like that now. But... Um, with this person, I was just like, "Who is this? And who is this? And who is yeah. this? And why are they talking to you? You cute, so why are they talking to you? Like, mm. if I think you cute, and she think you cute, and even though she didn't say that she thought she was like, I would overanalyze mm. everything, and I thought everybody wanted this person. Yeah, and it took. I didn't say all of it to him. Like, I didn't to with each woman. I wasn't like, "Well, why is she doing this?". It was just in my head, and my like wires was turning. Yeah, and just, I mean, my wheels was turning. I'm just like. Yo, you stressing yourself out, sis? Like half of these girls is like legit friends that he probably only see once. Mm. Two of them I may be close, and they might as well be cousins. Like, and it's probably a few sprinkled in there that really do want him. So I had to really start deciphering who these types of people were. Yeah. Instead of stressing myself out because that caused you more stress than it caused both the women and him. Like you gonna be the one stressed at the end of the day, not them
0: yeah and that's a Solid. that's a really good point. I think that some women if 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 some women were more secure within themselves and mm-hmm. thinking that
1: way, you will be able to be more observant of the difference but you did say secu- secure too a lot yeah. of women aren't secure with themselves, period yeah, and at that point, I was also not secure my, I don't know why because I'm cute Are you funny. <laughs> And I'm that. I am the table. No, okay, back <laughs> to the subject. Security is very <laughs> security is very important. Like, if you're not secure or happy with yourself or happy with whatever you got going on, then you're not going to be good in a relationship. You're going to be intimidated by everybody you see. Your communication is probably going to be trash because you're not going to be listening. You're going to be listening to talk rather than to actually listen. So security is definitely important in order for you to even get to that point state of being able to think that way yeah
0: i think i think we talk about that as women i don't think we embody it enough Mm -hmm. yeah but i think also because if we think about the history of women in relationships in general Mm -hmm. i don't think we necessarily had the opportunity to really explore that that's true i think because when um when w- There was a time when marriage was, was at a higher rate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of marriages lasted because women had no choice but to stay in the marriages. Exactly. So nowadays, with women have more options, they're choosing not to stay unless they really see some benefits or really make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a plus side and a negative side to that. Mm-hmm. It does make us have more discernment. At the same time, we stop seeing the value in having a man. That's true. I think it's a, a, a lot of things have its, its plus and negatives. Yeah. And you have to have a balance. You have to understand God made man and woman for a reason. Mm-hmm. So that's good. No women are not supposed to be walked all over. Right. And no men are not supposed to be manipulated. So and vice versa, both of them. Exactly. Yeah, so we need sure. to be able to coexist with each other and um, really make it work. And because women don't necessarily financially need men. And it's just financial. Mm-hmm. Financially need men, we we tend to just lean on that and not realize the other attributes that men have. Right. So, um, what I really like is that you you express that so eloquently because this lady, as the true poet as she is, wrote a book called Vintage Journey Within. Yes. And you really express your experience from getting out of that insecure space mm-hmm. and growing into that more secure space where you can have
1: better relationships. Right. this book definitely shows that because I was a hot mess <laughs> at the <laughs> beginning. <laughs> <And> towards <laughs> the end, it was like, okay, sis, you got it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So what, where do you think that some of that uh, insecurity came from? You know, because a lot of us have our different insecurities. I don't think mm-hmm. there's anybody that's going to grow up and not have any insecurities, right. right? And the challenge throughout life is to continue to evolve, acknowledge them, and, and learn how to own your secure insecurities instead of having your insecurities own you. Right. Where do you think some of those insecurities came from? Because I know, I know when I started noticing when
1: some of my insecurities came from, I was like, girl, Got to work on this. (laughs) (laughs) I noticed mine actually right after high school because elementary school and high school we wore uniforms. Everybody dressed the same. Everybody's hair was pretty much the same. We either had a ponytail, right, a a little bang, like we all looked alike. But it wasn't until I got to college I started really paying attention to other people, and then I had to look back on my experiences. Mm. I've always been a tomboy. I've always been the one. In sports, I was a Jesse White tumbler. I was hmm. a U.S. I've got you tumbler. told me. That. Like, I did all of the things that boys did. So, I was hmm. always with boys in turn. I was wearing Jordans and jeans hmm. and t shirts everywhere. Look cute doing it. <laughs> my little rap was cute. I had to actually quit basketball because my rap was sweating out. But that ain't the point. <laughs> the point is, I didn't notice until I was in college because other girls had on like skirts and like cute makeup and their Mm. hair was in these like fantastic styles. Yeah, And I was just like, yo, I'm not that. And I tried and I was like, I don't like it either. And then the older I got, I started to realize I'm not like these people, but guys like these types of people. And then I had to turn it back on myself and be like, it's really not about them because if I'm not happy being what they like, then what is the point of me doing this? Yes. Like, I don't. Yes. I had to get to a point where I know that men like this, but baby, if I want to hop on a motorcycle and throw on some jeans, a helmet, and go somewhere, throw my jacket off, and have a tank top on, and my hair being in a ponytail, I'm going to do that. And you
0: are. Uh, for <laughs> anybody who does not know, this is definitely a true bike rider right here. I <laughs> uh, just saw your, your man post it where you just got you a new bike hey, yes. you know what
1: i'm saying yes. that that nice wonderful red she looking thing beautiful oh she looks fly if, look my thing it i know a lot of women want roses and chocolates baby i want motorcycle parts <laughs> <coughs> That's all I want. a Ram Villa gift card. Here's the thing, (laughs) though. You found a guy who was interested in
0: bikes just like you. Yes. And you guys ride together. And you have your motorcycle friends. Mm -hmm. And you guys ride together. I know the only thing that you worried about is getting more women bikers.
1: I told you I got you. Yes. I need more women bikers. Yes. Because what I want to do, guys have, like, bikini washes where they have girls in bikinis wash their bikes. I want to have. Okay. A Biker boys. trunks wash where the guys wash the girls' bikes. You ever so. seen the movie called Biker Boys? Yeah, girl. I know, right? I already got a few of my guy friends like, hey, yo, we need jackets. I'm like, come on, bro. <laughs> in the summertime. <laughs> we need leather jackets in the summertime. I can't do it. Yeah, exactly. I you can pass.
0: pass out.
1: But, yeah, like I had to be secure in... Not being like everybody else. I don't like makeup because, one, I don't know how to do it. And, two, it itches sometimes. It does. So, like, if I do wear it, I will wear it maybe four hours tops. Mm -hmm. I don't like lashes. I don't like weaves. And all of this stuff is, like, a personal preference. I don't like to be hot. I don't like to be itchy. And I don't like to be uncomfortable. And (laughs) those things just give me all of that. Other women look. Fire in it. I don't know how they do it. I know beauty is pain, and I'm not trying to feel it. So okay. But well, here's the thing, though. Yeah. I gotta still tell you, though. Even though you, I, I
0: see the tomboy. I, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You're still very feminine.
1: Thank you. You are. Sometimes I see it. Sometimes I don't. That's um. Sometimes we don't see ourselves. That's very true. So you don't see how
0: um you because I I don't of course I don't know you during that college time mm-hmm. but I can imagine that you probably already had it and it just had to grow yeah for because sure. I, I think for that's really. one of the things that having your insecurities on you does mm-hmm. It hides who you are yep you get what I mean that's and true. when you start to shed some of those insecurities off, more of who you are mm-hmm. shows and blossoms. So I know for myself that's the same thing that's yeah. I, I, I tend to interact with more women who are tomboys. Yet they're they're able to show their femininity more than me or better than me. I would say I, I would say they're more consistent with it than I am. I mm-hmm. think for myself is because it's certain levels of insecurities that I'm still working on, mm-hmm. and I haven't necessarily learned how to make it make it just own it in a way that I really need to when right. it comes to some of my insecurities. And I could be honest about that because I've I've been thinking about it for the past couple of days. But mm-hmm. I really do meet women who are like me that yes. are similar to me yes. that are. Girly tomboys, mm-hmm. and that's who I am. Yeah. I am a girly tomboy.
1: <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I ask her Best believe, it's biker shorts on. They head just in I, case. I, I listen, <laughs> okay.
0: And then the, the kind of girls that we are is what they call the roundaway girls. Yeah, we are the roundaway sure. girls. The girls that are cute enough to where the guys can show off and be like, "Look at my chick," mm-hmm. but still down enough where he want to play video games with us. Exactly. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. And in your cases, ride the bikes. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying. Yeah. And, for me, it was the video games. So,
1: you know. Yeah, I used to be a gamer. I had to <laughs> stop. Cause it, so, he likes to play games. And he was just like, come on, let's play the game. I was like, you don't want me to play the game. He was like, come on, play the game. So, I played the game. Five hours later, he wasn't playing with me no more. <laughs> I'm still playing. He like, "Um, you want to go? No, I don't want to go. See, I, the reason I don't play games is because I'm going to play until the game is over. And that's my problem. That's why Ooh. I stopped. Like, I will play the entire uh what what's it called the whole Mm storyline just so I know like entirely what's going on so yeah I get that okay (laughs) wow (laughs) yeah
0: I kind of did the same thing (laughs) I'm not even gonna lie um my cousin is I think he's still borderline mad at me you ever heard of the game bully no so it's it's similar to Grand Theft Auto Saints Uh, Row and stuff like that it's similar to that and One day, I thought I was on a totally different account. Mm -hmm. I was on his account, and I finished the game. Oh, I know he was mad.
1: Oh, he was mad. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I finished the (laughs) The whole game.
0: (laughs) The whole storyline was finished by the time he came back in the house from playing outside with the rest of our family and friends. Yikes.
1: You should let him play on your account then. I mean it ain't the same. So it's know. not and I I will also <laughs> say this.
0: I don't play games anymore. Yeah. So it's yeah. Just, so it's different. Mm-hmm. Um the only reason why I owned the PlayStation that I did own for so long is because I still had DVDs. True. You needed something to play them on. I need something to play them on. Yeah. It was that simple. <laughs> <of one.
1: laughs> um but, w- but as far as the insecurities thing, um I got through mine's by playing on my insecurities. Mm. I was very insecure about uh, my hair because I didn't know how to do hair. Okay, so I started um leaving my hair as natural as possible. I naturally just have curly hair, so yeah. I would put twist in it and wear a twi- put twist, put twists in it and then wear a twist out. So my hair was just big. I thought it looked crazy, but other people was like, "Yo, that's cute." So I'm like, "Okay, I'm just gonna sit in this insecurity, okay, and own it and make it feel like me because it is me." Uh. And then like cert I was always well. I don't know about now, but I was super skinny. I was tiny, and I had to realize, yo, you can wear certain things that other people probably can't wear, so play on that. Make it look as cute as possible for you to the point that you're comfortable, so I started doing that, and then, like you said, you can see those feminine things, but at the time, I still couldn't. Okay, Even now, I still can't, but it looks like it's more feminine than I possibly feel. Okay. And the only way I can describe it is I would go to the club and I wanted to be comfortable, but I wanted to be cute. But I also wanted the look to be fire. Yeah. So I would wear probably pants and a blazer and probably like a tank top underneath. Mm-hmm. I felt like a tomboy because I had a tank top, top on, on, but it was still cute. Yes. So just like play up your insecurities, but also throw in things that you like. I'm definitely going to take that because – we've had
0: this conversation where I've learned what my style is mm-hmm. and I'm still learning what yeah. my style is. And I think that I'm trying to finger, figure huh, finger. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Wait a minute. Pause. Right. <laughs> Rewind. No. So I'm still trying to figure out um how to continue to get the things that is going to s- step me, allow me to step out of that. Mm -hmm. comfort zone, and sometimes I find things to wear to still be comfortable, and sometimes I buy it just because I want to wear something to go to the store, but I think- uh, exactly. I think that's my. Cl- I think I use that as a crutch.
1: Yeah. I now that I'm really thinking about it, I'm using yeah, it as a crutch. I stopped buying loungewear on purpose mm. because I looked at my closet one day. I was like, "Why do I have so many sweats and leggings?" And that's t-shirt? my closet right now. I, I was just like, "No, this is not. This no, is not good. I can't wear this stuff no more." So I started giving like stuff away to charity, and mm. anytime I went shopping, I didn't. I refused to buy any sweats or leggings. I recently bought like two sweatsuits and i was so proud of myself because wow. i haven't bought a sweatsuit in like nine years okay um but yeah don't buy the things that you wouldn't wear to brunch mm. and i'm sorry y'all if y'all don't want to hit that. don't <laughs> i know you don't want to be dressed up everywhere you go yeah. but it will make you feel so much better if you just gr- if you can just grab anything out your closet and you still look like you that Yes, and
0: that's exactly yeah. what I, I'm looking for, and I don't necessarily have that. Mm-hmm. So I have enough of the comfort, and I only got a sprinkle of the, the dang, look at her looks. Right. You know what I mean? You
1: can make your comfort look like something, though. You can. Like, you could throw on some sweatpants, heels, and a cute little bodysuit. I'm little not that on. skilled yet. You know that. But it, I'm, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm telling you now. Okay. You, you can't. It, you got some sweatpants. I do. Get you some cute heels. I got some. And a cute bodysuit. Okay. Make your hair like cute, curly, shiny, mm-hmm. whatever. You can throw on some lip gloss. You don't need to wear makeup. That's too much. Right. And grab a purse. I guarantee you, like if you put the right colors together, you'll like it. You're right.
0: You're, you're that's a good way to start. You're right. Cause mm-hmm. I I've seen it,
1: um, I've seen
0: it where a few women have put on some sweat clothes and heels, yep. and I'm like,
1: how did they make that look? Go on Pinterest. Comfortable and feminine yep. at the same time. <laughs> yep. All these Sierras are running around the world, and I know I'm a Sierra. I know I yeah. am. All you. So what I, I did was I started following like fashion accounts, and I took screenshots of the looks that I like. Okay. And if I liked the look, I would like that look together but with like different colors or something yeah something more and, you right and it just works like that and that's how i was able to find a style that i like okay i like jeans but i like high-waisted jeans i don't like low-rise jeans because i got a little pudge <laughs> so, right like i'm playing on my insecurities. Yeah, yeah so but you're making it work yep i, I see it i yep. see it it makes a
0: lot of sense because you 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 tend to think that you I, i've told you before i think i, I really like your style mm-hmm. the way you dress you always looking fly you're always looking good And, um, I see the tomboy, but I see Mm -hmm. the female, I I see, I see me, you Mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? So I understand it. And you, you really do tend to attract who you are. And I'm, I'm learning that the more women I'm running into are the women who are able to play on that insecurity better than me. So I'm, I'm gonna learn from y'all. I'm gonna learn from y'all. All All right. So I'm about to ask you these questions, Mm -hmm. but you got to choose which one you want.
1: Okay.
0: We're going to do a fave five, which is five questions of your favorite things. Okay. Or this or that. This or that. I like that. Okay. You immediately went to the this or that.
1: The one or the other.
0: Well, we're gonna go ahead and play this or that Chicago style. Okay. So they're based off of Chicago stuff. If it was fade five, it was fade five things of Chicago. Mm-hmm. So this is this or that Chicago.
1: Okay. First question. White socks
0: or mm-hmm. Cubs? <laughs>
1: I'm from out south over east-ish, so I got to go with the socks.
0: I know. That's right, girl. got
1: to. Okay. J.J. Fish or sharks? I grew up on J.J. I'm going to stick with J.J. You going to stick with J.J.? I, I got to. I grew up, like, I remember going when, when it was on, like, Stony or mm-hmm. if it was the one in Indiana. I don't know, but that's where my family mainly went. Okay. But I also grew up over east. I didn't grow up on sharks.
0: Yeah, it's sharks is like a South thing. It is Mm -hmm. J and J. They're moving more now. They they are for sure. You know, but um, you're right. Mm -hmm. J and J is definitely like a Southeast thing, and sharks is a South thing. Mm -hmm. You're right. Um, I hope you know what I'm talking about because my last guest didn't. Willis Tower or Sears Tower? Girl,
1: that's the Sears Tower. (laughs) don't cuss at me what is that who is Will no I'm just playing (laughs) definitely see his time I know
0: it I was trying to explain it to him I was just like
1: dude hold on how old was he
0: he was older than me and you so he didn't know who Willis was, right? No.
1: You didn't know what the Sears Tower was? No, he
0: didn't know who Willis was.
1: Okay, that's And fine. I think
0: I probably pronounced pronounce Sears Tower, because when we start talking, he, he understood what I was talking about. He was like, oh, my life, I just knew the Sears Tower. So Yeah, I'm yeah. glad that that's all he knows. Yeah. yeah, he don't need the other one anyway. Exactly. And I, I had to explain it to him. I was like, <laughs> Willis bought the Sears Tower, sir. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I don't even, I'm, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, ketchup or no ketchup on your hot dog?
1: Ketchup. <sighs> Look, I don't like the Chicago style. hot <laughs> dog. You don't. I do not. I'm a saucy person. I like sauce, sauce of any kind. I just need uh, sauce on my hot dog. Yeah, the mustard is sauce. Ugh. So I don't like mustard and like like pickle relish together with nothing to balance it out. I'm a sweet and sour. What kind about grilled? Too so, much sour. So this is okay. For anybody who's listening who sweet. don't
0: know the Chicago-style hot dog, the Chicago-style hot dog is typically the Polish, too, mm-hmm. but grilled onions, mustard, and relish. Yep. That is a Chicago-style. And sometimes you could put your peppers on All there.
1: All sour, bitter things. I need a sweet. <sighs> the grilled onions is the sweet. No, I need a saucy Do sweet. you know how sweet a grilled onion is? So you got sweet grilled onions, and then you have, like, salty, mustard. sour. Pickle relish that those two balance each you other out. Have wait sweet a minute, you, relish. You have one sour sauce and no sweet sauce. I need a sweet sauce. And that ketchup is their sweet sauce. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I'm sticking to it. Sorry, y'all. Uh.
0: Oh my goodness, <laughs> She just ruined the hot dog. <laughs> okay, uh, one of my favorite questions: mm-hmm. Your favorite pizza? Deep dish,
1: thick crust, or thin crust? I like thin crust. You like thin crust? Yeah, I like to uh, fold my pieces in half. Mm. I don't know why. You half New York. That's, I, that's how New York I does it. Yo, when I went to New York last year, yeah. Yeah. they might have it. I'm just saying. But it's probably just the place that I got pizza from. Really? Because it was fresh. Like, you can tell that they made everything in-house. And from scratch. From scratch. Mm. So I think. Yeah, we got
0: some of them places here yeah, in Chicago. Yeah, for sure. But yeah.
1: Yeah, I like thin crust. Um, okay. For sure.
0: Well, okay, that was. I think that was all five. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, but I kind of want to ask you this last question. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna ask this
1: last one: Harold's or Uncle Remus? Harold's.
0: Okay, I know. That's
1: Come just, on, now we uncle, gotta be respectful. Uncle, uncle Remus sauce is fine. <coughs> Harold's chicken and everything else can have. They got it.
0: No, Harold's sauce is better.
1: I, I like the sauce. Don't get me wrong.
0: Uncle Remus has some good sauce. I think Remus' chicken is better. Hmm. But I think Harold's sauce is better. So if they was to decide to get together, Mary, we gonna have some bomb chicken here.
1: Y'all need to have a collab.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> that, that collab, I'm gonna say this,
1: it may just be chicken coop. It might be. Because they got both. That is very true. They have you good right. chicken and they and have good, good sauce. sauce. Yeah.
0: But I didn't want to yeah. put them in the list because they're not as legendary. They're they just, they, they just putting their feet down mm-hmm. in uh, Chicago's right. Chicken Coop. So, right.
1: um, Yeah. But then again, I'm going to still go Harold's because Uncle Raymond's been getting shut down because they're unsanitary. Oh, but some Harold's have too. We got to be real.
0: The one on 63rd in Ashland. that was oh, one of the best who ones. Who ate there
1: anyway? Me? I didn't eat there. That was good. Was the one on Stony. Uh, that's overrated to me. On oh, eighty seventh, Stoney, I mean, not eighty seven. It's like seventy. Is it? It's in the seventies. Okay, 70s
0: so that's a different 70s. one than the one I am thinking. Because people always reference the one on eighty seventh, stony It's the one next. I to the don't Chinese think they're that good. Place.
1: It's a Chinese food place, a laundromat, corner store.
0: That sounds like eighty seven. That's not eighty seven. Okay.
1: <laughs> it may not it's be seventy because some of the place you just 73rd. mentioned, I think
0: they used to have them over there.
1: Go ahead, what you yeah, say? Yeah, I want to say a seventy third. I can't remember though for sure. Okay, but the one on eighty seventh and the Dan Ryan, it used to be good. I
0: don't know what happened. It's not, and everybody kept know. talking about it, and that's why I went because I had my favorite Heralds. I had mm-hmm. my favorite herald areas. My one of mine was the sixty third on Ashland, mm-hmm. um, and then there was another one. Sometimes uh, when I stayed, uh, when I went to Columbia College Chicago.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, the one on Mich by Michigan downtown. Yeah, girl, that
1: one is good. That it's one's like they good. make they they with care. <laughs> exactly. But <laughs> it was also another one, another good one on 119th. I don't know if it's still there. Yeah. I went there twice, but they made theirs like everything tastes fresh. Yeah, It was a nice vibe when you went inside. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's still there.
0: Though. Yeah. I don't know either, but I, I just know I'll look for more Harold areas cause I try not to go to the same ones over mm-hmm. and over again. So, um, if there's one over there in in the 70 area, I'm going to go check it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, about this book. Yes. What I really enjoyed about this book, outside of you really venting, as you say, mm-hmm. but the way that you even was creative with the title was really cool, is Vintage, spelled V-E-N-T-A-G-E. Mm-hmm tit you know and, mm-hmm. and I like that because you th- this is you venting mm-hmm. so this is the reason why you chose to use that creative spelling which is one of the coolest things about um, content creating and the arts in general yeah. is being able to manipulate what we have and create something dope so mm-hmm. um this book full of wonderful poetry thank you by this amazing writer, entrepreneur, mm-hmm. consultant. You get, you got clothing girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: multiple streams of income. That's my I'm trying right there. to tell
0: you, your yeah. YouTube channel, you got all of that, and you're going to be able to let everybody know, you know, how to contact you mm-hmm. too. But I want them to really know how dope you are creatively, outside of just how dope you are as a person. So if you don't mind reciting one of your poems out of your book titled Vintage Journey Within, I'm going to give you the floor, Miss Lady.
1: For sure. And do your thing. So this first, well, not first, I'm saying it like I'm doing 12 of them. (laughs) Um, This poem that I wrote was basically about living life because a lot of people just go through life not really accomplishing the things that they want to accomplish, kind of like a bucket list, Um, either out of fear or just because they stopped themselves. So this poem is called Long Live. Scattered ashes across the seven seas, like memories undeveloped in a Polaroid camera, appearing upon settlement, lasting memories created through one act undone on an unfinished list. Live these moments for the loss. Live these moments that they can no longer. Live these moments because... Someone divine started a legacy of learning the world. So finish. If I could have one request, just live each moment for me during a time when I can no longer. So I wrote that piece because nice. Um, if, when that time comes that I'm no longer on this earth, I do want someone to finish the things that I started mm. and either improve on them or make it their own. So, um if someone was motivated by the journey that i took i would like for them to take that journey make it their own and continue to progress for the next person to do the same thing yeah um it's important to me to live life without regrets i don't like to say oh i wish i could have did this or anything like that because i have watched documentaries about people that were like on their deathbeds and most of the times they said that their biggest regret was not doing that one thing. So I try to do all of the things that I want to do that. I have a desire to do because I don't want to live with regrets. And that's where that piece came from.
0: Okay. I like that. So it made me think of a couple of questions. One, Mm -hmm.
1: do you want to have any children? I, it's not like, I'm like, Oh my God, I want to have a baby. now. If I have a child, then absolutely. Mm -hmm. But it's not something that has to happen. If it doesn't like, God's will, right? I also don't want to set myself up to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. Um, But if it does happen, then it happens. If it doesn't, then it doesn't.
0: So you said uh, you don't want to set yourself up for disappointment. Do you think Mm -hmm. that's a little bit of fear?
1: Um, It's definitely fear. Okay. Because in this world, I don't know if I want to bring a baby into it. Girl, I'm right there with you. Especially, I'm right there with you. Child, man. Um, Things are progressing for us. They're progressing, but at the same time, it's like I'm not ready to have to explain why you have to drive a certain way, why yeah. you have to look a certain way. The when explanations. You drive, why you can't be in certain places, what to do if you get pulled over, yeah. what to do if you get pulled out the car even though you didn't do anything, what to do if you just happen to be standing somewhere. Like, I don't want to have to explain that mm-hmm. because it's just like when I was getting that conversation, it made me hyper vigilant but also paranoid. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to put somebody through that. Yeah. But I feel like if I was able to do it, then they should be able to, but I don't want to have to put that on them. So it's like mm. a teeter-totter.
0: Yeah, I understand. I I, I really do understand because I think about that. But uh, right now I just thought about the kind of conversations that our great-grandparents had to have. Mm-hmm. And that's a different conversation it's because different they're conversation. coming from the world of sharecroppers. right. That's Lynch-ing. a, that's a different it's world, completely different. And we don't have to live that world, you know what I mean? Because of their sacrifices and the work that they put in to make sure that they tried to make it better for us. Mm-hmm. And you know, we were talking about earlier how, you know, my grandfather was from Mississippi and, um, I think if I'm not mistaken, his father was uh, a sharecropper at one time, and don't quote me on that. But mm-hmm. I, I just, uh, for some reason, I just, I don't know. But, um, I know people growing up for the Mississippi area. That's that's very. That was a very segregated. That were one of the last states to get hit to, to all the laws mm-hmm. of people integrating, and. That's why a lot of us from Chicago who are black have family members who are from Mississippi, like yourself, you said Tennessee. Alabama.
1: Alabama. Yeah. Alabama okay,
0: mm-hmm. Alabama. That them south them southern people had to come up here. And though the north is better, it still has its own issues.
1: It definitely does. You it's know? Down south is more in your face
0: discrimination yeah, yeah. It,
1: and um uh, racism. Here people hide behind it. Yeah, it's like they throw a rock. I'm not a racist. It. Like, Come on, Susie. Mm-hmm. Don't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you feel so we can actually have a conversation. Yes. About it. I'm the kind of person I might cuss you out if you after you bring your racism to me. Yeah, but we can also talk about it later because there's obviously some ignorance there that needs to be tapped into so that you can learn to do better.
0: Yes. And I think I'm I'm going to be real. On some flip side of it, and this is the play devil's advocate, because I gotta I gotta show both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Just as much as we were affected by racism by by uh, slavery, mm-hmm. they were too. They were because they thought it was right.
1: They thought it was right, and we thought we deserved to be where we were. But on some level, I feel like they knew it was wrong because the. Do fact they did they really though? Because if you if you know if you feel like you have to hide something. You got to know it's wrong. Like if somebody was to cheat on somebody, they know, oh, I shouldn't let my girls see these text messages. I think it's more so. I think it's more so of the backlash. But so so if if you feel like you're going to get backlash, isn't that because you know it's wrong?
0: Or you think or you know that they think is wrong and you don't feel comfortable to be yourself because now the laws have told you that it's wrong. It's th- not the same. Yeah, that's
1: true. That makes sense. You know
0: what I mean? If 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 I tell you that you can no longer, that you now have to go to school with these group of people that you hate, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But
1: why do you hate these people? That's, because they're I, taught to, to think that it right. was okay. But the fact that the conversation ended there, you shouldn't have to go to school with these people that you hate instead of why do you hate these people? Yeah, that's true. So yeah. uh, just yeah. like they say, it's our fault for being ignorant because they some of them do think that we just are ignorant and don't know what we're talking about. It's right. also their fault not to be ignorant. That's it's true. It's their fault that they did not learn the proper things to keep them from being Or at ignorant. least seek the, the knowledge. Right. Like, you know if what I mean? If you don't seek it, then you're n- really not going to get nowhere with
0: it. Mm-hmm. So and then there's also it's the p- thought of people just wanting to be stuck in their ways. Right. Ignorance
1: is bliss. People like to live in that because they feel that they're right. Yeah. And they like to feel that they're right because they don't want to feel that backlash of being wrong. They don't want to be like, oh, I've been wrong all these years. Yeah, yeah. And now I feel bad. People don't like to feel bad. That's true. They just live in the (laughs) ignorance for as long as they possibly can. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. So within your book
0: as well, um, I know it's something else. I, was, uh, I just thought about it right before you just said somebody. it. That was a nice gem. <laughs> it was. It was a really nice gem. Um, Some people being comfortable in their ignorance. Mm-hmm. Um, What was that question? Oh, I wanted to acknowledge the fact that you said how you wanted people to be able to take what you've given mm-hmm. and make it better. Right. One of the things that happened for me, you know, and you said it's happened to other people that Mm -hmm. you had conversed or had a conversation with about your book, is it inspired other people to write.
1: Yep. So
0: I I really think that it's dope that you created something that, of course, you want people to read. Mm -hmm. However,
1: you still want to inspire as well. Yeah. I want to help inspire. I want people to heal from reading Mm the book um a lot of the things that i put it put in the book are either very vulnerable experiences that i went to or experiences that i had with other people yeah and i feel like a lot of the things that i talked about people just don't talk about either out of embarrassment Mm -hmm. or because they can't understand those feelings so i put it in the book so that other people can read it and be like oh i can relate to this Or they can be like, oh, my God, maybe I should put my feelings out there. Or Mm -hmm. I'm inspired to write because if she did it, then I can do it too. So I I just, I feel like everybody, you can learn something from everybody. Regardless of where you meet them, how you find them, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really want from four people. I want this book to give them something. Mm -hmm. I don't know what, (laughs) take whatever you can take from it. But just feel something or get something from get something out of it Mm -hmm. i really think that people will i took a lot
0: from even the experience of your (laughs) your book opening because we talked about this Mm -hmm. and when i was there i noticed almost all of your friends We're in relationships. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And you were sitting there looking like always that way, though. And I didn't even realize it until you said something. I was like, oh, my God,
0: you're going to (laughs) always notice when you're the single girl in the room. Okay, this is what you're going to notice. Because it'd be different if, my, if if I wasn't single and my
1: boo just wasn't there. Then right. it's different.
0: Then i will probably be like, dang, I wish my man was here. Right. But
1: it wasn't that. It was like, I'm the single chick. Yeah, the the book launch was, I honestly did not notice until you said that. And I was like, oh, my Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably. <laughs> see, But I think all of my friends now are in relationships, and I, that's probably because we're older now. Yeah. Uh, we not hot girls and hot boys no in the more. sense that we in these streets. Yeah, facts. So, <laughs> facts. Yeah, I think that's. But
0: that that's don't mean every is. single person is. You know, yeah. I, I, I. Um, I know that wasn't
1: your intent. No, I'm talking about my group. No, yeah. they they were hot girls and hot boys. <laughs> that's why I said what I said. I'm not talking about other people. I'm talking yeah, yeah. about my group. Gotcha. Was gotcha. outside, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like in the respect that. Not all single people are outside, for sure. It's a lot of homebodies out there. It's right. a lot of people that just enjoy being by themselves. And I got a piece about that in the book, too. Okay. Like, why do you expect me to be in a relationship? That's Solo. Check it out. Uh-huh. But um, I feel like the whole relationship thing was definitely because my friend group was just like, everybody was like, we need love yeah. <laughs> and healthy relationships. Yeah. So that's where that came from. And
0: I think that's the most important part about it is mm-hmm. the healthy relationships part about right. it, because um, there's so many of us who really don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just we just we just don't know. And the fact that a lot of us are trying to rebuild or rewrite some of those those traumas, those childhood traumas, right. or generational traumas, because sometimes it's not even just it's just not yours. Mm-hmm. It's what was given to you For from. Sure their parents and their parents from their parents and so forth and so on. So I think that this generation are getting a lot of things right. And we're getting a lot of things wrong. And I think every generation is necessarily going to do that in its own way, you know? And I think right now we're in the midst of rewriting relationships in this, in this country, particularly in the way that America has built relationships, Mm -hmm. how the feminist movement had its place, but now it's, it's a different place now. And how um now there's a different movement for men because they mm-hmm. felt that their voice is no longer was you know being oppressed and right. things of that sort and now we're really just trying to learn to do this thing together so right. um I'm I'm glad that I was able to even see that as yeah. uh as a friend to acknowledge like I mean I guess it's only fitting because I met you in a relationship right through your relationship
1: but those. Honestly, because my group um, touch, like, we often touch on the topics that you just discussed, like men having a voice, women having a voice. I think Mm. um, us being outside, and I don't mean outside being thoughts, y'all. I'm saying outside, like, we were mixing and mingling and meeting new people and not just being. Outside. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Right, Having, right. actually having conversations. Right. but because yeah. we had those vast experiences, we brought those conversations back like, why do men do this? Why women do yeah. this? Like Like, uh, why are certain relationships like this? We have debates all the time. Mm. And we hold each other accountable 100% of yeah. the time, yeah. regardless if somebody getting mad or not. Um, But we... Tell each other the faults that we see or the hmm. good things that we see. Yeah. And we learn from those things. And I think because we do that so often, we were also able to figure out what our strengths and weaknesses are. What we bring to the table, what we don't bring to the table. Like this past weekend, we had a conversation about – gender roles mm, and relationship—that's always a touchy right, topic relationship roles yeah. i'm not a gender roles person okay if you in a house and you see something dirty clean it i don't right. man woman i don't care it just yeah because it just don't make sense to be walking right. over something that's dirty exactly it's just, uh, it's just like i mean come on you don't want to clean house too right or now. if y'all have y'all specific things that y'all do just do them uh-huh so um yeah i think that's why most of us are in relationships because. Um, a lot of us were single for a long time because we wasn't going to just settle for anything.
0: Yeah. And yeah. we were not
1: going to just let no any old body around us.
0: You wanted to make sure that it was healthy. Right. Period. And,
1: and they knew if you brought somebody around that we looked at like, yo. Who is this? What Why? is this? Yeah. Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, I think because of that, those relationships, people were actually able to find happy relationships. Okay. Or, like, try to build happy relationships
0: okay I, I like that you got me thinking about the the friendship that I built the group- with the group of friends that i brought mm. or brought together um male and women men and male and women <laughs> same thing, but I think you know what I mean uh male and female, but men and women okay all right yeah. anyway um we were doing and having those same kind of conversations now we kind of disperse, but I think we kind of dispersed not in a sense of where we we're we disperse in a way that I notice all of us are in our own little corners working on ourselves right now. Mm-hmm. That's where we are, and that's important, and that's extremely just important. Don't get lost.
1: Yes, like always, feel like y'all can come back home to that friend yes. to talk to somebody.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. and I still talk to everybody, right? And I I think I can't speak for everybody, but I do know that my cousin did say he was with somebody within the group mm-hmm. you know yesterday yeah so it's a good thing it it's a good is. thing that we we are um and one of my friends was like i'm loving that everybody is involving right now she's like noticing mm-hmm. like all of us are in our corners yeah growing mm-hmm. and i really believe that by the time maybe this summer or next year we're going to come back together yep. different and better and more involved.
1: That's me every winter. Man. I hate being outside. <laughs> I don't like being around. That's that like hibernation. No, for real. I don't like being around people. I can't exactly get creative if I'm around people in the wintertime. Mm. I don't know what that is. It could be seasonal depression. I'm not sure. <laughs> it might be. Wow. But I'm, I am I don't know. But <laughs> I'm creative in the wintertime because <laughs> I, I have to sit with myself. Yeah. And because I write. That's when that I makes sense. try to evolve, but yeah. As long as y'all know that y'all can come back home to that yeah. effect, then that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
0: um yeah. Well Miss Lady, it's been wonderful. It's been grateful. I'm happy that you came. I'm happy to have you here. Definitely coming back. Yes. Hey, you know what I'm saying? But you're gonna go ahead and have to let people know where they can find vintage yes. journey within. Uh, give all your tags where they can find you. All your, you know, the YouTube channel, everything.
1: Go mm-hmm. ahead, drop it, baby. <laughs> you all can purchase Vintage Journey within at Vintage V E N T A G E series S E R I E S dot com. And on that website, you can either purchase it from my Etsy store or or on Amazon and other stores such as uh, Google Books and a few others. Mm -hmm. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram at B underscore P O E T I Q U E. You can find me on YouTube at B B dot poetic vlogs, and you can find me on Facebook at B dot poetic.
0: Okay. All right, you guys, y'all heard that. Now y'all go ahead and follow my girl. Make sure y'all tune in with miss lady. Okay. Because, um, it's, it's, as you guys can hear, she's a dope, dope woman. Um, I I love that she had this book to really express her coming from a place and uh, expressing that and showing the growth as well as ex- explaining the growth. I think she ex- you explained the growth very eloquently. Thank you. I like Thank that, you know. So um, definitely can't wait to have you on again. And I'm out. Peace. Now that's the end of our show. Thank you for listening.